0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge.
1: Dave Plyer in for Bob Surratt this morning. And uh, Dave Schwann and I do talk a little history weekly on my Friday show. So we'll talk Labor Day uh, and you know, the labor movement, the whole Labor Day celebration thing did have some very clear ties to Chicago, didn't it, Dave? Absolutely. First of all, how long have we been doing this segment? 10 uh, years? 11. Ten? 11, 11 years. 11 okay. years. Yeah, wow. I can't believe that, yeah. We mm-hmm. should have had an anniversary party. <laughs> we can do that after the show. We can I do think, it. I think there's some gin in Dean's desk. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, no, seriously. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, the labor history, what we now know as Labor Day, and the observance. Of uh, the labor movement uh, does definitely have some ties here on the far south side of Chicago. In eighteen ninety four workers at the Pullman uh, Railway car Company uh, went on strike over uh, wages and uh, rents uh, they were They were right. living and working in the community there and did for many many years uh, and uh, George Pullman, who uh, was head of the company at the time, refused to meet with anybody to do you know collective bargaining as we now call it and and fair uh, discussion about uh, what happens tensions built. A strike ensued, and it affected uh, rail service around the country. And in July of 1894, uh, there was a a very, very tense standoff uh, Mm -hmm. down there and ended up uh, with uh, 30 people being killed, losing their lives. But that uh, end of uh, September or so, uh, Congress stepped in, Grover Cleveland stepped in and said, we can't disrupt rail service any longer. So the strike was settled, and in, uh, in response to that, Congress passed an act establishing the Labor Day holiday, so we we can take a great deal of pride in the fact that Chicago has that tie, and also I'm delighted to see, may I say, uh, what's going on in Pullman today at uh, being now a national historical park, mm-hmm. and just now on this Labor Day, uh, the announcement that the Norfolk Southern Railway is giving a quarter of a million dollars and some old rail cars, some that were built at Pullman, oh, that's uh, cool. for a permanent interactive display. So I love that. things continue to uh, improve there
1: well you know here's the thing too you talk about pullman you know how many communities across this country you know there was companies that created company towns company towns i mean i remember being in hershey pennsylvania and i mean obviously you talk about hershey and and you know it was the grocery store it was the homes it was the church it was everything that was built there so really folks never left i mean they surrounded the company and, and they and that was their life was was that company but there's yeah. so many around the country oh there? yeah yeah there there have been
2: and the idea again was started uh, at pullman it was one of if not the first of uh, working communities where they were company communities george pullman actually wanted that to be pullman illinois but uh <laughs> the chicago city council said no you, you will this is going to be part of the city there is another neighborhood uh, very similar to that in East. East Chicago, Indiana, Marktown was a a community town like that.
1: Yeah, what was Marktown? Who would company uh, around,
2: around inland Island? steel, around uh, okay. the various uh, steel companies and the refineries there in Northwest Indiana. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. Same type of thing though, same type of idea. Uh, but uh, And all started here in Chicago. I, I love that Chicago influenced our celebration today. I mean, it's not just about barbecuing and the last blast that's of right. summer and that's right. mattress sales. It was it's all also great
2: it. to see the Labor Day Parade in, in Pullman, Pullman. This, yeah. this
1: weekend. Yeah, that was very cool, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, speaking of barbecuing, it is the third most popular holiday. Um, it was weird. Like when I was up in Wisconsin this weekend. It was quiet. So I'm not quite sure if people stayed home this year, just decided to stay home and barbecue or what it was, or or just do something different. But, you know, everything seemed a little quieter. A little more tame? Yeah, a little Hmm. more tame. Um Labor Day is the official end of hot dog season. I know that's a big deal for you, Dave oh. and, um, <laughs> and Joe. <laughs> Joe obviously. doesn't like that. I, yeah. I guess I got to throw all my lunch then. There is a National Hot Dog and <laughs> Sausage Council, just to let you know. Come on. <laughs> yes,
2: there of is. Of course there is.
1: Um, but, yeah, it uh, begins Memorial Day and ends on Labor Day. Um, it is the most dangerous weekend to travel on U.S. highways, uh, Labor Day weekend. Um, unfortunately, people still have not figured out how to just jump into an Uber or walk home or just simply not over drink. Uh, but it's a dan- dangerous time on the road. So be careful this afternoon, even driving back, because uh, the roads are going to be quite heavy. Uh, it's You know, they say it's the unofficial end of summer. I don't like that. It's not. It's like, and I mentioned this earlier in the show, when my kids went back to school, they're like, oh, summer's over. No, it's not. No. It's over. It's September no. 22nd, 23rd, whatever it is that and you know i don't understand and i guess it's maybe a staffing issue but i don't understand like pools are closing today right i mean today's the last day last day of uh, the beaches have the beaches and and mostly and pools all over the place and you know if it's a stashing issue a staffing issue i understand it but you know with 90 degree heat tomorrow and and then again on wednesday you know we've been going to the pool we've been taking the kids to to the pool to cool off and enjoy each other temperatures
2: so. uh, back tim joyce telling us uh, back toward the coming weekend now uh, we'll see temperatures in the 80s so we have warm comfortable weather continuing now i like fall personally
1: i like it all i enjoy yeah. each one individually but it's hard to let go of summer it's oh, of course i yeah. like fall when it cooperates <laughs> i mean <laughs> how so in what direction well when it when it's like the hoodie and shorts and yeah, okay. comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say this past fall, I think, was the best fall I've we ever have experienced. Had, we've had a nice fall, yeah, past couple of You're years. talking about, like, no snow or no 150 degree? Yeah, not type like, of you thing? know, where it goes from yeah. 80 degrees one day to 40 and just ah, yeah. sleet the next day. I mean, yeah. it's it always seems like we have fall for, like, a breath every season, but I, again, last fall was fantastic. I, I don't remember a fall ever being that great. Well, let's hope for another one, for sure. Uh, but, hey, there's three more weeks left of summer, so let's enjoy that, too. All right, day planner. For Bob Surratt this morning, we're talking Labor Day history with Walking Encyclopedia, Dave Schwan. Um, so when I think of Labor Day, I still think of the muscular dystrophy telethon, Dave. Oh, sure. And, and Jerry Lewis, comedy legend, you know, you know, producer, director, writer, movie star, seven decades. He raised over $1.5 throughout the course of these telethons. And according to the MDA's website, it was December of 1951. When Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, who were a huge pair, huge pair on the big screen, small screen that concluded their popular NBC show with an appeal to support muscular dystrophy research. And it was the 1960s that organizers said, you know, let's let's actually do this on the week uh, on a like Labor Day weekend. And let's actually make this a little bit more official. And I know there was. 200 stations may be involved in this across the country that had local fundraising things. And, and, uh, and Dean was our guy here in Chicago for a very long time that, that hosted it from the WGN studios and from various hotels. And, uh, it was more than 2000 performers from Bing Crosby, Jack to Jack Benny, Adam Sandler, the friends casts, Frank Sinatra, uh, Ed McMahon. Um, you know, and this was, this was a big deal every weekend. So, you know, Dean and Martin, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis hadn't seen each other or spoken really to each other in 20 years, and there's a couple of clips that are very memorable from the telethons. And one was when Dean and uh, Frank Sinatra brought Dean on stage, and really blew Jerry Lewis away, and the crowd went wild because they just had not been on stage or spoken for 20 years together. And as soon as they got on stage in the mid 1970s, 1976 to be specific, they just kind of fell into their own routine. Let's take a listen. I
0: don't know. How you been? You know, uh, it seems like uh,
1: we We haven't seen
0: each other uh, for 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, there was all those rumors about our breaking up, and then when I started the show and you weren't here, I believed it show you guys to your room if you like the lights are out upstairs so follow me oh he drinks a lot this kid uh so you're working I work six weeks a year at uh, at the Megum the Megum (laughs) (laughs) and six days I do a roast and would you excuse us a minute (laughs) I just want to see the wires are all right. Gee, it's nice to see you. I'm over here. No, I was, I had to, I had to come in because I, I had to, you know, I had to go and this was the closest place. (laughs) You always have to go. I always drink, you know. I, I'm, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, it was gotta your life you <laughs> I got to get you off somewhere You better get out of here I, I got off last night No, 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 no no, no. no. We got we're gonna We have a meldy we We've got a meldy to do A meldy, yes All right, Together? Yeah, goodbye, yeah. Jerry Oh, okay So long, it's been nice to see well, you, Jerry Well, there we go again Goodbye, folks <laughs>
1: I mean, Dave. I mean, this was just such a part of of your Labor Day weekend. Like, we'd be up at our cottage, and then by Sunday night, we'd be winding down because we were watching this 24 hours of entertainment before we went to bed. I think Jerry Lewis hosted like at least 16 of the 24 hours overnight. Doing yeah, that show.
2: And, and what I remember also, you know, during Labor Day weekend. Uh, if you were in and out of the house, you still yeah. had the TV on. You, you know, and then you went into the room for an update. So you missed something. Do something else, and uh, and then come back in and and watch uh, some more of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, uh, definitely. A
1: big part of the Labor Day uh, holiday weekend back in the day. There was one. Uh, there was one weekend that, uh, or one Labor Day that uh, Jerry Lewis was pretty sick. He was pretty sick, and he was, uh, and, he, and he recovered for many many years after, but. He, he retained a lot of water. I think he gained over 100 pounds. It was, it was rough yeah. on him, and he sat at a desk. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, And Don Rickles could not have beaten him up anymore. <laughs> and Jerry took it like a chap. Like people were shocked, because everyone was always shocked at what Don said. Here's, here's a little clip.
0: You know, the kids need help, but stop. Don't beg. Don't beg. You were a big star once. Remember who the hell you are. You don't have to sit there and beg for the kids in the wheelchairs. Let them live be well. God will be good to them. But you don't have to stand here and have a fireman sit here for eight hours and then you sit with the three million dollars and they're walking around going, I'm busting my bed <laughs> for the lousy three million. These guys, they give you the money gladly. How long have you had that? Anyway, uh, you, don't got enough. You, you don't have enough trouble, now you got to twitch. Man's sitting there like a Jew whale and he's twitching. There's the old buddy, Ed McMahon. Every night he gets up in the morning and punches Johnny Carson's picture. <laughs> How you doing, big guy? Good, Don. you good. I looked at your trail and the booze is running down the stairs. <laughs> we used to drink together. You, you didn't do that. You were busy chasing broads. <laughs> anyway, uh, you folks don't know this guy. When he was with Dean, rest his soul, this man was in heat 24 hours a day. That's why he got the bad back and everything. Sliding off those broads all the time. Boom. You're smiling at that. You were so big once. <laughs> it's a funny business how you wind up an announcer for the heavy Jew sitting over here. for kind of... <laughs> Well, I know you've been sick and all, but it's a good gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Telethon, you know, every year it comes out the same with the tuxedo and the, and the gum and the licorice and the bum. Nah, ain't someone happy. So he comes out here like, like a fat guy with no tie, bum, 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 and a mercy mission.
1: Oh, classic! Absolute classic. I missed, I missed Don, terribly. You got to uh, meet and talk with him on one-on-one on a couple of occasions. I did. You? Oh, yeah. I, you know, I probably saw him about a dozen and a half times, and you know, went backstage maybe the last seven or eight shows, where they were in, they were in Vegas and yeah, no, sat down with him backstage. It was a thrill of a lifetime, sure. end of an era of a, of a of a generation. Those Rat Packers for sure.